You're listening to The Simple Truth with Pastor Dion Cordova of Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel. Listen to one of my messages? Huh? You get a little bit more? Every time you come to a small group study, I mean, you just keep getting more and more. And the more you get, guess what happens? You're building a foundation. I'm getting myself filled with God's Word and God's Spirit. It's supernatural. And listen, just a little bit, we'll start building that foundation and it grows and it grows and it grows. God has provided all that we need for our journey of faith to walk victoriously. But if you don't do your part, it won't be effective in your life. You need to listen to Pastor Dion today as he tells you that you must immerse yourself in Jesus. That means integrating with the body of Christ, being built up by your brothers and sisters, and being used to build them up, praying continually and feeding on the Word of God. By doing this, the devil loses any advantage that he might have on you. Now let's join Pastor Dion in the book of Acts chapter 4 with today's edition of The Simple Truth. Peter came down on one day and, you know, he said something about Jesus in one of his first sermons when the Holy Spirit descended upon them. He shared 2,000 believers came to Christ that day. Now, 5,000 people come to Christ. And Jesus' name is being talked about. Jesus' name is being shared. The religious leaders, I mean, were upset They came marching out like skunks with their tails up, ready for a fight. They were mad enough to eat bees. They were livid. Look at your neighbor and say, livid. The religious leaders had the three guys arrested. Arrested Peter, John, and the ex-cripple. The charge was spreading this. Everybody say it out loud. That's what I said Peter was doing. Peter, you're spreading... Fake news. They called it heresy. So they arrested John and Peter and the crippled man for heresy. But since it was evening, we read, the courthouse was closed, the judges were gone for the day. So they threw Peter, John, and the ex cripple in prison and scheduled their trial. Or their stoning, because that was the capital punishment for heresy. They scheduled the stoning first thing in the morning. Yeah, go ahead and say it. Oh no. Listen. Our new faith in Jesus and church is going to disturb some people around you. Your new faith your new excitement about Jesus, your love for Christ and your love for church, your wanting to learn, it's going to disturb some people. See, aligning with Jesus will create some backlash. I mean, people won't throw rocks at you, but they'll throw their disappointment, their disapproval, their disgust, arched eyebrows, narrowed lips, Crossed arms, 
shaking heads. Criticism, ridicule, rejection. It hurts. But we shouldn't be surprised that it happens. You see, Jesus gave us warning. Here's what Jesus said, John chapter 15, verse 18. Read it with me if you would. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belonged to it. But you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world, so it hates you. Do you remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than the master. Since they persecuted me, naturally they will persecute you. Persecution has a variety of faces. Comes in a lot of different faces. Family, friends, bosses, teachers, co-workers, classmates. A lot of faces of persecution. But there is really only one source of the persecution. Only one place that it comes from. The source of all persecution comes from this guy. Everybody said, who is it? Uwe, Coco. As they say. But it's the truth. The Bible calls the devil our enemy, our adversary, our accuser. You don't believe the devil's real? Just decide to live like Jesus and you'll find out. Huh? The devil is the instigator behind all of the persecution and trouble and trials and, and temptation. He is the instigator behind all of it. Well, listen, maybe not the temptation. If you're on a diet and you're having a temptation for chocolate, that's not the devil, that's just you. <laughs> but other temptation that is sinful is obviously instigated by the devil. And the devil has a reason that he does it. Jesus revealed the reason the devil uses temptation. He uses persecution. He uses trouble. Matthew chapter 13, verse 21, here's what Jesus said. Read it out loud with me. Some believers have no roots, no foundation. So they fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's Word. Now you see it. The devil instigates problems, persecutions, and troubles in hopes of getting you to fall away. The word he used was wither. The devil uses persecution, temptations, and troubles to wither our faith and our witness. The devil throws punches in bunches to knock us down or to knock us out. Listen, if we have no roots, if we're not anchored, we're an easy win. I mean, because without any roots or anchor, it doesn't even take much effort to knock us down. See, without a foundation, it doesn't take much. I mean, it doesn't take much to knock us down. I mean, the slightest hit, down and out. Right? But if you have a foundation... If you fill yourself with God's Word and God's Spirit. So listen, 
Every time you come to church, get a little bit. Every time you read a devotion, you get a little bit. Every time you spend some time in prayer, you listen to a CD message. Every time you download the app and listen to one of my messages, huh? You get a little bit more. Every time you come to a small group study, I mean, you just keep getting more and more. And the more you get, guess what happens? You're building a foundation. I'm getting myself filled with God's Word and God's Spirit. It's supernatural. And listen, you just a little bit will start building that foundation and it grows and it grows and it grows. So that next time, the troubles, the difficulties, the problems, the circumstances happen... Well, guess what happens? I mean, the devil's going to throw his punches. He's going to try to hurt you and, and do what he's going to do. But guess what? You're not going to fall. The devil can throw a roundhouse at you. It'll hurt. But guess what? You're not going to go down because you have a solid foundation. You're filled with God's Word and God's Spirit. If you wonder why you keep falling into the same circumstances and situations, if you keep falling for the same things, it's because there's no foundation. You're an easy win. But whenever we fill our lives with God's Word and God's Spirit, and we keep filling that foundation, it does this. It just will keep us up no matter how hard we get hit, punched, kicked, anything. Troubles, persecution, temptation. So if we want to stay upright, we need to anchor ourselves with God's Word and God's Spirit. The Apostle Paul said, if you want a different outcome, because if you keep falling down, and if you want a different outcome, you need to start making some changes. Here's what he said, Ephesians 5.17, read it with me. He said, don't act thoughtlessly, but, here's what you need to do, understand what the Lord wants you to do. Then he says, don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, everybody, be filled with the Holy Spirit. In other words, search the Scriptures to know God's will, and stay full of the Holy Spirit. This will make you strong, and it will make you a resilient Christian. That's what it did for Peter when he was under fire. Let's read it in verse 5 if you would. Here's what it says. You know, the, they came out, arrested them, and it came to pass on the next day, that next morning, that the rulers, elders, and scribes, as well as Annas, the high priest, Caiaphas, John, and Alexander, and as many as were of the family of the high priest, were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they set, you know, Peter, John, and the ex-crippled, they set them in the midst and asked, by what power or by what name have you done this? So after a long night in jail, Peter, John, and the ex-crippled guy are marched up to the Sanhedrin council. They are placed in the hot box and they're grilled. By what power and what name have you done this? The religious leaders don't even call it a miracle. It's pretty crazy. And if you remember... See, they had accused Jesus of doing miracles by demonic powers. 
So that's why they don't even call it a miracle. They said, by what power and whose name have you done this? So Peter and the boys are kind of staring down a loaded barrel right now. Huh? Now keep in mind, this is the same courtroom, the same judges, and the same question that Jesus faced. And remember, they murdered Jesus because of his answer. Peter might have been sweating like a cat in a Chinese restaurant right there. Huh? Woo! Can you hear his knees knocking together? Huh? Now, just a month earlier at Jesus' trial, Peter had punked out, if you remember. He had denied Jesus to a bunch of nobodies. Servant girls and guards. He denied Jesus in front of a bunch of nobodies just a month before. Now he's under fire from the Supreme Court. But this time, Peter elected to do what Jesus taught. Here's what Jesus told him. Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. Jesus said this, Look, I'm sending you out as sheep amongst wolves. So be as shrewd as snakes and harmless as doves. But beware! For you will be handed over to the courts and will be flogged with whips in the synagogue. You will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. But this will be your opportunity to tell the rulers and unbelievers about me. When you are arrested, don't worry about how to respond or what to say. God will give you the right words at the right time. For it is not you who will be speaking. It will be the Spirit of your Father. Before, Peter would have... I mean, last time Peter was under fire, you know, outside of Jesus' trial. He, I mean, here's what he did. He cut loose with cursing and swearing. I mean, he really let the words fly. And his bad attitude and foul mouth turned people away from Jesus. But now, everybody said, but, 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 but now, but now he was a different man, transformed, filled with God's word and God's spirit. So listen to what Peter says. Verse 8 Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day are judged for a, a good deed done to a helpless man by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by his name stands here before you whole. I love it. This is the stone which was rejected by you, talking about Jesus, by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. The Sanhedrin council was amazed. See, they had killed Jesus. But Peter and John sounded and acted exactly like Him. What a compliment. Everybody say it out loud. What a compliment. Listen, we pick up people's habits and attitudes 
The same way we pick up their colds. By exposure. Say it out loud, by what? By exposure. The longer we are exposed to a person, the more we will pick up their prejudices, their philosophies, their idiosyncrasies. Heck, we all know couples that even start to look like each other after they've been together that long. Everybody say, weird. Weird. So who are you sounding, acting, and looking like? Your parents? Your spouse? Your co-worker? Your best friend? Your favorite TV celebrity? You know, Archie Bunker? Angelica Pickles, Dr. House, Newman. <laughs> Hopefully we're becoming more like Jesus. Peter answered the religious leader's question. By what power and what name have we helped this man? He said, in the saving name of Jesus. Everybody say his name in the saving name of who? Jesus. Peter said, no other name has the power to save, to heal, and to deliver. No other name. Say it. No other name. Peter said, it is in Jesus' name that this man has been made whole. Look, I told you guys last week, people can argue your beliefs. They can debate your convictions but it's impossible to deny the evidence of a changed life. It's impossible. So the religious leaders at that moment call for a recess. We're going to call for a recess. See, they wanted to talk off the record. We won't read the rest of the passage because I'm short on time. But this is what the court's judgment, they came back and told Peter and John and the crippled man. Here's what they said. We can't stop you from believing in Jesus' name. But we're asking you to, everybody said, keep it to yourself. We can't stop you from believing in his name. But we're just asking that you keep it to yourself. That was a court's judgment. As somebody demanded of you that you do the same, that you keep Jesus to yourself, an unbelieving spouse maybe, a supervisor, a sibling, some group. Oh, we know that you believe in Jesus, but just keep it to yourself. And have these people who have demanded that you keep it to yourself, have they threatened to leave you, fire you, disown you? Well, you're in good company. Jesus' family called him a lunatic. The priest called Jesus a heretic. Jesus' homies wanted to throw him off a cliff outside of their town. Jesus' enemies wanted to stone him in the street. But Jesus kept sharing, shining, and serving. I want to say it again. And believe me, this is hard for a northern New Mexico kid. Jesus kept sharing, shining, and serving. It's exactly what we're supposed to do. Philippians chapter 2, verse 14 says this. Read it with me. Do everything without complaining and arguing. Let's pause right there. I love it. I do this every time. Let's go ahead and read it again. 
here we go. Do everything without complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. Hold firmly to the word of life. I like it. It's what we're supposed to do. Peter did what we're supposed to do. Peter and John respectfully disagreed with the religious leaders that day. When they said, hey, listen, you know, we know we can't change the way you believe and you believe about Jesus, but keep it to yourself. Peter and John said, we respectfully, you know, understand uh, what you're saying, but we disagree with you. We don't think it would be right to keep Jesus to ourselves. They said, we're pretty sure God wants us to let the whole world know about Jesus. We're pretty sure about that. So in closing, and you were just waiting to hear those words. Persecution is the devil's attempt. Trouble. Temptation. Persecution is the devil's attempt at silencing you. At scaring you. Stand your ground. Say it out loud. What? Stand your ground. In fact, look at your neighbor and tell him that. Stand your ground. Hold on to this verse right here. This is a verse you want to hold on to. Psalm 118, verse 6. Read it with me. The Lord is for me, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Yes, the Lord is for me. He will help me. So let those who hate me beware. That verse reminds us of this. Passage in Romans. Read it out loud. If God is for us, who can be? Say it again. If God is for us, then who can be? Now if you're here and you haven't given your heart and life to Christ. You haven't experienced the joy, the excitement, the fullness that comes with knowing Christ. You haven't got the fever yet. But you're thinking, I want that. I need that. Well, it's just one step. It's saying, I choose you. Father, I know I'm a sinner, and I need forgiveness. I have run from you. I have fought you. I've ignored you. But today, today I surrender. I repent for my sin. I turn around, turn to you. Save me. Cleanse me with your blood. I put my faith and trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. We're so glad you tuned in to today's edition of The Simple Truth. We pray that Pastor Dion's teaching in the book of Acts has given you new insight into the early church and brought you closer to Jesus. If you'd like to learn more about the ministry of The Simple Truth or hear additional messages, visit tmcalvary.com. 
You'll find them under the Sermons tab. You can even experience the video version of these teachings at our YouTube channel. Just follow the link and don't forget to subscribe. When you do, you'll be notified as soon as we've uploaded new messages that we know will share Jesus' love and truth for your life. Find a link to our YouTube channel at our website. Once again, that's tmcalvary.com. Before we end our time with you today, we'd like to offer you the opportunity to be involved in what we're doing here at The Simple Truth. We'd love for you to join us in praying for the people who will be listening to these broadcasts, who might even be hearing about Jesus for the first time. Would you pray that the Holy Spirit would open ears and soften hearts, and that lives would forever be changed? Would you also pray for Pastor Dion and the team here at The Simple Truth? Pray that we always keep our eyes on the Lord, and that we're courageous to follow wherever He leads. Would you also pray about financially supporting this ministry? Any and all amounts given are useful and greatly appreciated. You can find out more about how to give at tmcalvary.com. Just click on the Donate tab. Thanks again for praying, and thanks for joining us today, here on The Simple Truth. You're the one that we proclaim. We'll be fools for you as you work in us. May your power show in the deeds we sow. Let us join our hands, and together we stand. Together.